message. How's everybody doing tonight? Everybody staying dry? <laughs> I know it's been like three months since we've seen sun last, but it's okay. I know today we had like a little brief glimpse of uh, sun, but uh, I don't, I, and if you didn't know, today is May the 4th, so may the 4th be with you. If you don't know, I'm a huge Star Wars geek. In fact, my twins are named Luke and Leia. So yeah, so have, uh, may the force be with you. Uh, I love, I love uh, Star Wars. I love superhero stuff. But can I tell you one more thing that I love? I love food. Somebody say yes if you love food. Like I love food. If you cannot tell already, <laughs> I love food. <laughs> I'm not allergic to it. Well, I'm allergic to some food, but uh, but one thing I also love is I also love cooking shows. How many of you like cooking shows? Anybody love cooking shows? People make fun of me because, like, some of my favorite shows are on Food Network. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, uh, Chopped, Iron Chef. I love a lot of cooking shows. Uh, In fact, one of the shows I like, it's actually not on Food Network. Uh, It's actually called Master Chef. Anybody watch Master Chef? Get all kinds of different versions of Master Chef. Get America, then get Canada. Uh... What I noticed is that when I watch it on YouTube, I watch the Canada version, and they're super nice in, in Canada. Like, they're super nice. Like, the judges are super nice. Now, if you don't know what Master Chef is, it's actually a competition show, a competition cooking show, where they actually bring in uh, home chefs. They bring in home chefs. The home chefs have to create a dish in front of these professional judges who are professional chefs who have their own restaurants. They're well-known in the uh, chef community. And so they have like chefs like uh, Gordon Ramsay and some other chefs on there. And so these home chefs, all they do is they, they compete and they try their best to become the last chef remaining, the last home cook remaining, and they get the title called Master Chef. And if you looked at tonight's message, tonight's service, and you saw the title and you said, why is it called Master Chef? Well, there's a reason why it's called Master Chef, because tonight is different. Tonight, thank you, Jamie and Joel. Can we say thank you to Jamie and Joel, because they're doing such an awesome job. Tonight is a little bit different. If you're thinking, I'm just going to come in, I'm going to just sit down, listen to the the message from the pastor, and that's it, you are wrong tonight. Because tonight, I I want us to participate a little bit. I want us to get a little bit more interactive. So here's the deal. Before we even get started... If you're sitting next to people, uh, that's your crew right there, okay? Like, that's your, that's your peeps. That's your community, okay? So take, like, one minute right now uh, and just kind of, like, say hi. You can say your name. Just one minute, though. I'm going to watch on the clock right there. One minute. At 6.55, we're going to get started. Go ahead. One minute. For those of you who are watching online, go ahead and chat and say who you are, where you're from, because uh, you're, the online community, that's your crew, Okay? Oh, that's quick. Years old. Uh, my name is. Uh, come on, guys. We've been two years. We haven't been able to talk stories to each other. Let's go. <laughs> and so, throughout the night, uh, in your community, in your crew, in your group, even online, there's going to be several questions that I'm going to take a break, and I want you to actually talk stories with each other. Okay? Is that cool? Now, if you're the kind of person who's like, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to talk, just listen. Just nod your head. 
hey, even better, let me give you guys some clues. Like, you can even bust out the, oh, yeah, 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 cool. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Not that I do that when people talk to me, just, just saying. <laughs> but the reason why we're calling it Master Chef is because I love food, and I love it that the Bible has stories about food. In fact, one of my favorite stories comes from us in John 6. And some of us, we know this story, but if you don't, I'm going to read it. It's going to be on the screen, uh, screen and on the slides. And it starts in verse 1 to 13. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. And when Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, one of his disciples, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, it would take more than a half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Well, here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish, and when they, had all, when they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and had filled 12 baskets with all the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. Now what's so amazing about this story is this story isn't just found in the Gospel of John. This story is actually found within all four Gospels. Matthew is found in Matthew 14, verses 13 to 21, Mark 6, verses 30 to 44, and Luke 9, 10 to 17. And what that means is that it was a legitimate event. Like, this is a real story. And what's crazy is when we break it down, when you read that it says there are about 5,000 men there, the true story is that Jesus didn't just feed 5,000 men. They only counted the men. And as you saw in that story, there is one little boy. I'm going to tell you right now. There's no way he had 5,000 guys and just one kid. Because I get five kids. Five kids alone, I have like 10 million people with me just to help me watch those five kids. See, there's no way, there's way more than 5,000 people that were in that crowd. Now, how does that relate to us today? Well, here's the thing. The world has a hunger problem. And not just physically, but spiritually also. You see, there's a need within humanity that hungers for sustenance and nourishment vital for life. And the world often tempts us with cheap, extra-value meals that, although they can give us a momentary satisfaction, will ultimately, ultimately lead us to an unhealthy lifestyle. But there is a master chef that has prepared a table for you and I. And we're going to discover that not only does he want to fulfill our hunger, but this master chef actually invites us into the kitchen so that we can feed others. So if you're taking notes, here's, the, here's tonight's first point, is this. 
Jesus can fulfill our spiritual and physical needs. Jesus can fulfill our spiritual and physical needs. See, what's so amazing is that when Jesus fed the 5,000, believe it or not, he didn't feed them physically first. That's not what he did. If you actually read before John 6 and all the other Gospels, what happens is Jesus was sitting there with this group of people, and he's teaching them. He's healing the sick. He's doing wonders and miracles. He's speaking. He's sharing who God is. He's giving all these things. In other words, the people that were there, there was a spiritual hunger before there ever was a physical hunger. But Jesus can fulfill our spiritual and physical needs. That's why it says it in John 6, 35. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of a life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. A couple months ago, uh, Katie and I, my wife Katie, uh, she, we went to our, we went on date night. And so we went to a seaside restaurant. Everybody been to seaside restaurant here in Hilo? Yeah, Kyoka. So for me, whenever we go seaside, I already know what I'm craving when I go to seaside. Now, believe it or not, I'm actually allergic to shrimp and shellfish. So <laughs> I guess I am actually allergic to food, some food. But I already know what I want to eat when I get to seaside. I want to eat the prime rib, okay? Prime rib, paniolo style. Is it seaside cut? I think it's seaside cut, the bigger size. Like, I'm hungry for that. Seaside cut, uh, paniolo style with pasta noodles and the vegetables. I'm like, I already know. That's my order every single time I go to seaside. Well, this night where we went to date night, I was hungry. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just order, like, I'm going to order some appetizers. So I ordered uh, sushi. We ordered, forget us. We ordered the poke nachos. We ordered all, all these food. And so, because I was hungry. And so the food started coming. I was like, yes, awesome. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm eating. I forget what else we ordered. We ordered I think we ordered uh, sauteed mushrooms and all this and that. And all of a sudden, what I realized was, as I kept eating, I was getting full. And I had already ordered my prime rib. And so I was like, uh-oh. And Katie's like, what's the matter? I'm like, I, 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 can't, I can't even fool. She's like, what? Your prime rib never even come out. I was like, I know. This the big one, too. Like, can't make room. Ugh. Come on. Lord, expand my stomach as you expand my heart for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so finally the prime rib comes, and I could only eat half. And if you ask Katie, I was bummed. I was like, no, I can only eat half. Because here's the thing. I know this for myself. As, as much as I, I don't know, you can take it home and have it for leftovers, it's not as good. It's not as good as eating it fresh at the restaurant. And here's the thing. A lot of times we have a hunger that instead of we going, us going to Jesus to fulfill that hunger, we load up on appetizers. And just like we need food and water for physical nourishment, we need Jesus to quench the hunger and thirst in our hearts and souls. And if we're not careful, we can let ourselves become full off of things that really don't add any value, health, or meaning to our lives. You see, our hearts and souls crave Jesus. I honestly believe that in each and every single person, there is a Jesus-shaped hole that only he can fill. The thing is, though, we'll often try to fill it with other things. You see, here, here, I told Katie this. I was like, this, let me ask you a question. If you're craving a prime 
rib dinner. A 36 ounce prime rib dinner, paniolo style, with the garlic butter on top and it's melting on top. You got a choice of mashed potatoes or, or pasta or rice, vegetables, and you have that choice. If you're craving a prime rib dinner, a roast beef sandwich won't do it, right? Like you ever had that moment? You ever had that moment where you're craving something, but you're like, I just gotta eat something, and you ate it, and you're like, you're just disappointed. That happens to me all the time. You see, we can't settle for an imitation of Jesus. And what's interesting is when you go to a restaurant, every restaurant has something. It's called a menu. And when you go to the restaurant, you, you look at the menu and you look at what speaks to you, right? You look at, oh, I want to try that. I want to try this. I want to try that. And just like a menu, Jesus is the menu that he gives us a choice to look at. He's saying, listen, I, what, are the, what, are, what is it that you're craving? Well, Lord, I need, I need, I need health. Okay, well, let me satisfy that for you. I need, I just need, I need help with this area. Well, let me, let me help you in that area. Lord, I, I need wisdom, Lord. Let me lead you in wisdom. See, Jesus has a menu for you and I that when we look at it, when we seek it out, fulfills the spiritual and physical needs that we desire. So here's the question I want you to ask in your groups real quick. Yeah? I want you to ask, ask, ask yourselves this. What are the needs that you need to seek Jesus for in your life? So take two minutes and just ask, what are some of the needs that you need in your life right now? And you're like, if you're like, I don't like answer or I don't like talk stories, just go, uh-huh, cool, shoot, yeah. And if you can't converse with somebody next to you, then can I encourage you in this? Converse with the Lord right now. And have a one-on-one talk with him. It's like, Lord, here's some things that I need. Because tonight we're going to sit at the master chef's table. And for you guys on, on, online, go ahead and ask, ask that in the chat too. Or you can share talk stories in the chat like that too. What are some of the needs that you need right now in your life that you need to seek Jesus for? Now, because we're talking about what's on the menu tonight, I'm going to let you know what's on the menu tonight. Tonight, we are going to make some poke nachos. Because I don't know about you, but when I read the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, he talks about that boy with five loaves of, of bread and two fish. I automatically think, for some reason, that that kid was from Hawaii. And had fish and some chips yeah and here's the really cool thing is this is that when we talk about what the needs that we need in our lives Believe it or not, God created community, not just so that we go to him, but that we can go to each other and we can ask for prayer. We can ask, Lord, can, uh, can you, can you, can you uh, pray for me on this? 
that we can go to each other and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. Can you, can you pray for me on this? That's what it means to be the church. That you and I have needs that we need Jesus to fulfill, but together, when we pray, he moves. Because here's the second thing. Jesus calls us to participate in ministering to others. Jesus calls us to participate in ministering to others. I remember a couple years ago, uh, I just think I shared this story before, but we went to uh, Oahu for a youth conference. And so we're staying in Waikiki, and so one night, uh, me and my friend who were attending the conference, to, we were both from New Hope Hilo. Uh, we decided to meet up with some of our friends from other churches, and we went walking to Waikiki, and we found this restaurant that was really awesome because it was where you actually, they, they make the Simon right there, the noodles right there, and then you go and you, you put in a bowl, and then you actually go and they, they have this whole entire uh, section of the, of the counter where they have all these things that you can choose, like all these various types of tempura and, and uh, uh, meat, like chicken katsu and all this and that. And now for, for me, I love vegetable tempura. Like I love vegetable tempura. Like I can pound vegetable tempura. Like right now, I want to eat vegetable tempura as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> <coughs> And I also love chicken katsu. And so I remember um, I grabbed my salmon. I started putting stuff. In fact, I think I grabbed the extra plate to put extra food on top, sat down at the table, and started eating. And for some reason, I forgot that salmon is really filling if you eat a lot of noodles. So I ate a lot of the salmon because you cannot, you cannot save salmon, right? You guys all know that, right? You cannot save the salmon in the, in the broth because what happens? The noodles get fat. It gets mushy. You can't eat it. You got to eat it right there and then. And this is homemade noodles. So I, I pounded the salmon, and then I looked, and I was like, I had like 10 pieces of various vegetable, vegetable tempura. I had a good, nice size piece of chicken katsu. And so I said, you know, I'm going to take it to go. I'll, I'll get a takeout container, and I'll take it to go. And so we're leaving the restaurant, walking, um, walking in downtown Waikiki, and I'm looking forward to it because I'm like, I can eat this later on in the evening, midnight snack, tomorrow morning, because even though it's going to be soggy, I love vegetable tempura. And so we're walking, and all of a sudden, there's a guy on the side of the street, and all they hear him says, hey, brother, brother, oh, how's it? Uh, I can have your leftovers. Now, you may be going, oh, Pastor Ben, it's your leftovers, right? You can give it to him. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on. I had to have an honest conversation with the Lord. So I was like, Lord, I know you said love you and love people. Well, but I want my vegetable tempura. Like, like I'm not going to lie. Like, a part of me was like, hey, you know what? I'll just give this guy some money and he can go buy food. And this is what the Lord said. I love it when I have conversations with the Lord of food because oftentimes he tells me to give it away because you don't need it. <laughs> I get it, Lord. I get it. <laughs> but he said, he said, um, hey, the guy's asking for your food. You can always go back and get more. So give him your food. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not like I had this big revelation. The skies parted. And I was like, here you go. And ah. I didn't hold on to that plate. I didn't hold on to that plate. I was like, bro. <laughs> and then all of, us, all of a sudden, I said, you know what? I hope you enjoy it. Because I can't. I didn't say that, guys. I was just joking, guys. I was just joking. I didn't say that. I said, here you go, sir. 
I hope you enjoy it. And we walked. And my friend who was like, who was with me, he was like, bro, you choke food in there. I was like, I know. Let's not talk about it. Let's just, let's just, let's just keep praying, Lord. And and honestly, it was really great because I knew that the Lord was saying, listen, you've been blessed, so bless others. It's just food. Like I can, I know where I can go for get more vegetable tempura and chicken katsu. And you see, that's that's where I, I'm reminded of what Jesus said to the disciples in Matthew's account of feeding the 5,000. What's so amazing is the disciples, they're like, they're like actually tell, they actually tell Jesus, hey, send them away so they can get food. And, and this is what it says in Matthew 14, 16. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. You know, when you read the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, Jesus easily, easily, could have fed the over 5,000 people in that crowd all on his own. He didn't need anybody. He didn't need the disciples. He didn't need that little boy with the two fish and five loaves of bread. But here's the amazing thing is Jesus is all about relationships. You see, Jesus is inviting you and I to be a part of his mission to end world hunger. Not just physically, spiritually as well. He's calling us to be part of his plan to reach people through relationships. See, a relationship with Jesus draws us closer to God. But a relationship with one another brings out the flavor of God that's within each and every one of us. See, here's the thing. You right here, you online, Each and every one of us has a specific flavor that God has poured into us. And when we serve, when we say, you know what, I want to participate. I'm not going to just sit in church and watch the pastor preach. I'm not going to just read my Bible. I'm not going to just listen to worship songs. No, I'm actually going to be involved. I'm going to participate. When we do that, we get to bring out whatever flavor that God has poured into us to others. See, Jesus is calling you and I to participate, to minister to others. And so part of that, I'm going to ask Jonathan, Pastor Jonathan, you can come up. I'm going to ask Kiva, you can come up. You guys are going to help me for the remainder of this message as we make these poke nachos. And as we do that, as we start getting ready, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go back into your groups. And I'm going to give you about three minutes, okay? Now, uh, you're, you're on this way, buddy. Pastor Jonathan, you're on this side. So, Pastor Jonathan, you're going to be making spicy poke. Hevo, uh, you're going to make California poke. And I'll be making shoyu poke. Yeah? Now I have... Now, remember how I said we all have, we all have different flavors, right? Well, me shoyu, sriracha, mayo, minced ginger, Furikake. I'm going to just put them over here. So if you guys got to grab them, you guys can grab them. Okay? Uh, vegetable oil, sesame oil. Just letting you guys know, we're going legit, okay? Yeah? Just letting you guys know. Uh, we got fresh ogle. Imitation crab for your California. I'll just give that to you because I don't even know needs it. All right. Kimchi sauce. The orange eggs. 
Topico. And then we got Kukuinat. Yeah. Oh, we went all out. See, you guys are like, oh. And then here we go. We got gloves. You can take two gloves. No, just letting you know, we all have our recipes in front of us. So if you're like, what, you can just make them by... <laughs> we can. <laughs> but here's the thing. Each and every one of us... Oh, red chili fake. Spoons for everything. So go at it, guys. Don't worry about... Don't worry about me. But here's what I want you guys to do. Uh, get into your groups. Or get into your communities. Even if it's the person next to you. And talk stories about... Where can you get involved in serving? What flavor can you bring to others? Because some of you guys are spicy. Some of you guys are, are, uh, show you, and some of you guys are California. I don't know, I, was, I don't know where I was going with that. I was trying to think of a really good thing, but, uh, but, well, yeah. So yeah, so just talk stories for you guys online. Go ahead and talk stories. What are uh, what are some areas that you can get involved in serving? If you guys see that we need more time, keep talking stories out a little bit. You know what I mean? Um. And as you guys are talking stories about where, what areas you guys can serve. Just know too, yeah, it doesn't have to be at church. Maybe for some of you guys, you're, getting, you're called to serve at your workplace. Now, that doesn't mean work at your workplace, okay? But that means how can you uh, bring the flavor that God has in you? Just like Master Chef, get time limit. Give you guys about two more minutes.
other side. <laughs> hey, just letting you guys know, if you guys are wondering if Pastor Jonathan and Heva knew about this, they knew about it five minutes before I came on stage. So, so let's give a round of applause for Heva and um, Pastor Jonathan. All right. Okay, so real quick question. Who likes poke? Okay. Who likes spicy poke? If you like spicy poke and you're online, go ahead and write, write down what kind of poke you like. Spicy, what about California? What about shoyu? What about, I don't care as long as it's fish and get stuff inside and uh, just on food. See, look. Um, the primary wasn't in the budget for tonight's message. Sorry, I, I apologize, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is get, get instructions, get like measurements. I'm not even doing them. I'm just looking at them. Well, okay, a little bit. So, now that you discussed in your groups, where can you serve? Can I encourage you in this? Um, if God is put a, if God is telling you to serve here, here at New Hope, actually, if God is telling you to serve anywhere, um, can you tell somebody? Oh, right on, Jamie. Background music. Yeah. So, the first point was that Jesus can fulfill our spiritual and physical needs. The second point was that uh, Jesus calls us to participate in ministering to each other. And here's the third thing. Jesus can do great things with anything and anyone. Jesus can do great things with anything and anyone. See, I don't know about you, but um, when I think about what Jesus can do with Ahi, there's choke stuff, right? Like, think about it. If you can, with, 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 a, with a piece of fish, you can make poke, you can fry it up, you can uh, saute it, you can make sashimi, can make a burger patty out of it. There's other things that you can make with other ingredients, like a potato. Think about a potato and how much things you can make a potato with a potato. Have you ever seen a potato? <laughs> you guys laughing because you know exactly what I mean by that. You see a potato. That thing does not look good. Like, it's like a rock that you can eat. And yet, you can do so much things with it. You can do so much great things with it. See, I think a lot of times, uh, 
we actually limit what God wants to do in us. But there's no limit to what Jesus can do in you and I. We can't limit ourselves before our limitless God. But we do, because what we'll do is we'll say stuff like, well, I only, I only have this. Or there's no way I can do that. Or, or I can. Or maybe some of us are guilty of saying this. I, I'm just not as good as you fill in the blank. It's almost like it's almost like we tell God I, I can only do this. I can only do that. I only have this. But it's not about that. See, it's not about what we have or don't have. It's not about our possibilities or our impossibilities. It's not even about comparing ourselves to each other. Can I say this real quick? I think we do that way too much. We compare ourselves to each other and not in a good way. It's not about any of that. It's all about who Jesus is. Can you do me a favor quick? Can you read this with me? It's Psalms 86.10. Ready? Three, two, one. For you are great and do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. See, Jesus can do great things with anything or anyone. And yet, I love it where it says it in the, in the word where he calls you and I his greatest masterpiece. And when I think about all this, and when I think about this story in John 6, when I think about Jesus feeding the 5,000, I often think about what that little boy had thought after seeing everyone eat and be full with his packed lunch. Like, can you imagine? Like, this kid is there, he's... He's probably with his parents or his relatives. And all of a sudden, this grown man comes to him and says, Hey, kid, I like, I like your fish. I like your, I like your loaves of bread. And he's like, But, Uncle, I was going to eat this for lunch. I'm hungry. But he gives it. He gives it away. And then he sees this guy named Jesus, the one that everybody's been talking about. The one that they said, hey, this guy Jesus healed the sick. This guy Jesus healed the lame, healed the deaf, made those who are paralyzed walk. He's the guy that's been speaking for hours and hours and hours. Bless you. So here's this guy, Jesus. And in his hands, he's, he's holding my fish. He's holding my, the bread I was going to eat for lunch. 
What is he saying? God, thank you for this food? This guy's literally praying to God. Oh, okay, well, they're, they're what? You're, you're going to feed everyone, every, everybody with this, with my lunch? I didn't know if it was enough for me and my family. Oh, they're passing out their bread. Oh, they're not just taking small pieces. They're taking big pieces. It, it's, it's still being passed around. Oh, they're taking the fish. They're passing it around. Huh. I'm holding what was two fish and five loaves of bread and and he eats it. And he looks around and as he's eating, he sees the faces of the over 5,000 people eating with him. And they're talking. And then all of a sudden he sees the 12 uncles walking around with baskets. They're collecting all the leftovers. Wait a minute, you mean to tell me that that guy took my two fish, my five loaves of bread, fed each and every one of us so that we are full and there's leftovers? There's no one like this guy. See, not only did Jesus fulfill our, his spiritual and physical needs, and not only was this little boy part of Jesus' efforts to reach the crowd, but imagine that this little boy got to witness the glory of God through Jesus. With just two fish and five loaves of bread, this little boy witnessed and forever became a part of this miracle that Jesus did to change lives. Jesus can do great things with anything and with anyone and that includes you whatever you think tells you otherwise can I speak this to you it's not of Jesus Jesus is our great Lord and Savior and he's calling you to be part of his story He wants to do great things in and through us. He wants to fulfill our needs. He wants to He wants us to be part of his his heart. He wants to do great things. So I'm going to ask you for the last 3 minutes in your small groups. Actually, I'm going to give you 1 minute and then I'm going to give you 2 minutes after. Spend that 1 minute first. And just ask the Lord to reveal some things that he wants to do in you. Yeah? 
take that time right now. Just take, just, just say this, these words, Lord, what do you want to do in me? And take a minute and listen. If you ask anybody who likes to cook, how many of you like to cook? Eva, you like to cook? Jonathan, you like to cook? Pastor Jonathan, you like to cook? I like to eat. <laughs> That's good. You need, you need both spectrums as well. <laughs> I like to order DoorDash. <laughs> you know what's funny? If you ask somebody who likes to cook, though, why do you like to cook? They often tell you because they just love to do it, they're passionate about cooking. For me, I love to cook because I love it when I see people eat whatever I created. Uh, especially when it's my kids. And I make them something and they just smile and they say, Daddy, can I have more? And I'm like, sure. I love it because I'm, I love to cook because I'm more passionate about the people I cook for than what I make. And you know, in the same way, that's who Jesus is. Jesus is our master chef. He's passionate about you and I. There is a hunger problem in the world today. Sorry, Robin, grab some. There is a hunger problem in the world today, and it's not just empty stomachs or empty pantries. It's empty hearts. It's empty souls. And it's empty lives. And Jesus came so that we would have life and have it to the fullest. His recipe calls for us to love and be loved by him so that we can love others as well. See, he invites us to not only the table, but he also invites us into the kitchen. He also invites us to join him 
Because while his heart is to feed each and every one of us, his passion is that none shall perish. So can I encourage you in this tonight? Wherever you may be, let's not just come to the table. Because some of us, we're well fed. Let's put on the apron and jump on the prep line as we witness the greatness of our master chef, Jesus. Amen. Would you join me as we pray? Lord, we come before you tonight, Lord. And Lord, thank you for giving us an opportunity, a fun opportunity, but an opportunity nonetheless to discover who you are and who you're calling us to be. Lord, there is a hunger problem in the world. That's why you came, so that none shall perish. So Lord, would you continue to fulfill our spiritual and physical needs? And as you do, Lord, would you call us into participating in ministering to others and remind us that, Lord, it's you that does, that does great things with anything and anyone, including us. We thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for being who you are. We're in the kitchen. Show us the way. We love you, Lord, and we praise you in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Amen. Now, don't worry, because if you're, you're thinking, oh, wait, 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 what about the poke? Huh? We're going we're gonna to make it. So you, after, after services, um, as we wrap up, you guys can come up and grab, okay? And for those of you guys online, I'll make sure to eat some for you. But we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Don't forget that this Sunday is Mother's Day. We want to honor our moms. So invite your moms. Invite people to join us as we celebrate what God is doing. We have our women's marketplace that's going to be having vendors, food vendors too. And of course, we have our special breakfast. Uh, and it's just going to be an awesome time. So we invite you to join us again, 7, 8.30 and 10 o'clock. And we'll see you guys Sunday or next week Wednesday. God bless everybody. Take care and aloha.